The debate over mandating truck speed limiters is back. In May, the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration reopened a 2016 rulemaking on the issue. Since that time, a lot of questions have come up about the proposal, including what could a speed limiter mandate look like and how soon it could happen. This is the Eyes on the Road podcast from Prepass Safety Alliance, the provider of Prepass Way Station Bypass and Electronic Toll Payment Services. Prepass also provides informed software for improving safety scores and lowering toll-related costs. Online at prepass.com. I'm Evan Lockridge, and it's good to have you here. Well, if you were to make a list of the most controversial proposals ever attempted by FMCSA since its formation in 2000, there is no doubt the idea of requiring speed limiters on trucks would rank at least in the top five, if not number one. But like many trucking regulations that are already on the books, a speed limiter mandate, if it happens, is not going to take place overnight. In the meantime, there are many questions about what's going on, and we're going to attempt to answer some of the most common questions about speed limiters, specifically this latest proposal. So the first question, how did we get to this latest speed limiter proposal? Well, the previous proposal was prompted by a call from the National Transportation Safety Board and by petitions from the American Trucking Associations and truck safety advocacy groups to require truck speed limiters. Then, in 2016, a joint proposal was issued by the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, nicknamed NHTSA. Now, for its part, NHTSA proposed a new Federal Motor Vehicle Safety Standard that would require each new multi-purpose vehicle, which includes commercial trucks, with a gross vehicle weight rating over 26,000 pounds to be equipped with a speed-limiting device. The NHTSA proposal also required each vehicle, as manufactured and sold, to have its device set to a speed not greater than a specified speed, and to be equipped with a means of reading the vehicle's current and two most recent speed settings through its onboard diagnostic connection. FMCSA at the same time proposed a complementary regulation that would require each commercial motor vehicle with a gross vehicle weight rating of more than 26,000 pounds to be equipped with a speed limiting device meeting the requirements of the NHTSA plan including the requirement that the device be set to a speed not greater than a specified speed. Now, neither proposal actually identified what that specified speed should be, but the U.S. Department of Transportation noted at the time it would look at the benefits of setting the maximum speed for speed limiters at either 60, 65, or 68 miles per hour based on public input. By 2017, the speed limiter proposal had lost momentum amid a widespread move to cut many federal regulations. Fast forward to May of 2022, and a truck speed limiter mandate is being considered once again. Now, here's another common question. What is in this latest speed limiter proposal, and how is it different from the 2016 proposal? Well, in May, FMCSA issued a notice of intent. This signaled the agency is reopening the 2016 speed limiter rulemaking. This time around, FMCSA is going it alone without the participation of the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. 
FMCSA is first seeking public comments on a series of questions intended to help the agency develop its rulemaking. Most questions relate to the adjustments or reprogramming of engine control units, also known as engine control modules, ECMs for short. As explained in the 2016 proposal, trucks with ECMs are generally able to be electronically speed governed. What this notice for May of this year does not do is suggest where to set the maximum speed on a mandatory speed limiter device, nor whether device could be temporarily overridden. In fact, the agency is not seeking public comment on the maximum speed. The 2016 proposal from NHTSA and FMCSA did not settle on one figure. Instead, comments on those two topics are expected to be sought when FMCSA publishes its full speed limiter proposal in 2023. There's also another big difference between this latest plan and the joint proposal in 2016, in that it would specifically apply to motor carriers. The previous proposal from NHTSA would have required speed limiters to be installed and set at the factory. The previous FMCSA version would have required interstate fleets to maintain those speed limiters. FMCSA says it intends to move forward this time with a separate motor carrier-based speed limiter rulemaking. The agency says it believes that placing the requirement on motor carriers will ensure compliance with the rule and potentially avoid confusion on who is responsible. FMCSA believes the requirements can be met by motor carriers, but it's asking for comments on seven topics. Here's the first, making the rule applicable only to commercial motor vehicles manufactured after a certain date, such as 2003. Because this is the population of vehicles for which ECMs were routinely installed and may potentially be used to govern the speed of the vehicles. Number two, whether a retrofit requirement would be necessary. Number three, what percentage of a commercial motor vehicle fleet currently uses speed limiting devices? Number four, if in use, at what maximum speed are the devices generally set? The fifth item it's looking for comments on, what skill sets or training are needed for motor carriers maintenance personnel to adjust or program ECMs to set speed limits? Number six, what tools or equipment are needed to adjust or program ECMs and how long adjustments or reprogramming of an ECM would take? And the last thing it's seeking comments on, should FMCSA include medium duty trucks in its plans for speed limiters? As of right now, there is no proposed time frame for implementing speed limiters. This notice issued in May is the start of a data gathering exercise in which FMCSA collects information from fleets on their use of speed limiters. Now here's a third common question. Why has the issue of speed limiters come up again? Well, to sum it up in one word, speeding. Highway speeds have become a major safety concern, notably when reduced traffic volumes during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic created the allure of open roads. But the speeds of both cars and trucks have not significantly subsided since then. Also, numbers released earlier this year show traffic fatalities in the U.S. increased in 2021 to their highest level since 2005, with nearly 43,000 people killed. Also, this latest speed limiter proposal comes as the Department of Transportation has launched what it calls its Roadway Safety Strategy. 
This is a $6 billion effort over the next five years to pay for local efforts to reduce roadway crashes and fatalities. All this boils down to safety and more specifically, reducing the number of crashes and especially fatalities along the roadways. Here's a fourth common question. Are speed limiters used outside the United States? And if so, how are they used? Well, experience with truck speed limiters can be found in other countries with mandates on trucks as well as other vehicles. This dates back as far as the 1990s. First, let's look at Canada. The provinces of Ontario and Quebec have required speed limiters on trucks for over a decade. In each province, the speed limiters must be set to a maximum speed of no more than 65 miles per hour, which is 105 kilometers per hour. The speed limiters may be legally deactivated when trucks travel into other provinces with speed limits greater than 65 miles per hour. Substantial fines do apply if the devices are not activated within Ontario and Quebec for speeds at or below 65 miles per hour. The provincial requirements apply to trucks with a gross vehicle weight of 26,000 pounds or more and manufactured after 1994. There are exemptions for buses and emergency vehicles. As is common in most countries, the speed limiters mandated in Ontario and Quebec communicate with the electronic control module of the truck and limit the amount of fuel going into the engine when the vehicle reaches a predetermined speed. This is the same approach FMCSA is now considering for truck speed limiters in the U.S. In Australia, they mandated speed limiters on heavy trucks and buses beginning with the 1990 model year. The speed limiters must be set there for a maximum speed of no more than 62.5 miles per hour, which is 105 kilometers per hour. In Germany, trunks with a gross vehicle weight rating of a little more than 7,700 pounds or more, which is about 3.5 metric tons, must have a speed limiter set at no more than 56 miles per hour or 90 kilometers per hour. This requirement also applies to buses. On the Audubon, most trunks are further limited to 48 miles per hour or 80 kilometers per hour. A 48-mile-per-hour Audubon limit also applies to buses and cars pulling trailers. Now, in contrast, most of the Audubon network has a recommended as opposed to a mandatory speed limit. Uh, there it is, 81 miles per hour or 130 kilometers per hour for cars and motorcycles. And by the way, on the Audubon, trucks are restricted to the right lane except when passing. Now, in the United Kingdom, they began requiring speed limiters in 1992, expanding the mandate in 2008, where today it applies to trucks and buses with eight or more passengers. The maximum speed is 56 miles per hour, or 90 kilometers per hour for trucks, and 62 miles per hour, or 100 kilometers per hour for buses. In most of Europe, those countries adhere to the recommendations of the European Commission, the administrative and technical arm of the European Union. Speed limiters are mandated in all, with applicability currently set at trucks a little more than 7,700 pounds or 3.5 metric tons and buses with eight or more passenger seats. And by the way, it's worth noting that beginning this year, EU member countries are transitioning to technology for passenger vehicles that reads speed limit signs 
our GPS coordinates and automatically adjusts speed limiting devices on cars. That's something that has not been talked about in the United States. In all, more than 30 countries across the globe mandate speed limiters on trucks in one form or another. What's interesting about the speed limiter mandate in other countries is that some allow the device to be temporarily overridden. This means with a push of a button, the speed limiter could be deactivated for, say, passing another vehicle. Will that happen in the U.S. if there is a speed limiter mandate? Well, only time will tell. And finally, our fifth and final question, how likely is it that speed limiters will become a reality in the United States? Well, for that answer, I refer you to former FMCSA Deputy Administrator Warren Heyman, now a pre-pass consultant. Warren served in the number two slot at the agency during part of the George W. Bush administration. He talked about speed limiters in a recent pre-pass webinar when he was asked if he believed they would be mandated and what the percentage chance is of them becoming required truck equipment. Yep, we're going to have them, and there's a good reason. Speeding is a major problem on our roads with, of course, all types of vehicles. I forecast speed limiters at 90%, especially now that FMCSA has published a coming rulemaking. There is already immense resistance from parts of the trucking industry. If FMCSA chooses the path that I suggest, where the speed limiter can be temporarily overridden, and particularly if speed limiters are mandated on new trucks only, that 90% could go even higher. It's safe to say whether you are for or against speed limiters, there is increasing evidence that it is more likely than ever the devices will be mandated on trucks. It's up to you to determine whether they will actually improve safety or not. Most analysts are predicting that if speed limiters are mandated, we could see them as soon as 2024, Others saying they are at least five years away. Keep this in mind, there are a lot of details to be worked out before FMCSA puts any rules in place when it comes to speed limiters. Even when a regulation is put out, it will likely face a court challenge, which could stop a mandate from taking effect or even Congress could pass a law against the devices. The important thing is to keep up with the process and make your voice heard. Now You can do that by going to the PrePass website at prepass.com and checking out the blog where you can read about speed limiters as well as other trucking industry issues. Also keep up with this and other trucking issues by following PrePass on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I'm Evan Lockridge. Thank you for listening to Eyes on the Road. And remember to keep your eyes on the road.